Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back. Today, I am talking about a topic I find extremely intriguing, and I hope you do as well. It is, could caffeine be causing or exacerbating your anxiety? So first, I feel like we need to talk about what is caffeine doing to your central nervous system? So from a holistic standpoint, because I've really been diving in and studying that the last year, what is caffeine doing to your central nervous system? Well, caffeine is a natural stimulant that works by blocking the action of a neurotransmitter called adenosine. What is adenosine? That helps promote sleep and relaxation by binding to specific receptors in your brain. Caffeine will basically cause that alertness and awakefulness so that way that adenosine receptor is like, okay, shut down because I just drank this coffee. So you're closing that and you're feeling alert and awake. So that's what that's doing. So the release of the neurotransmitters, you're blocking the adenosine receptor. Caffeine will also indirectly lead to the release of other neurotransmitters such as like dopamine, norepinephrine. Those are associated with elevated mood, um, helping improve your concentration, increase your energy, give you that boost that you feel after you drink caffeine, which is why we drink it, right? And so it's important to know what it's doing to your body. What is it doing to your nervous system? That is what it's doing. Caffeine can temporarily enhance your cognitive function. It can temporarily make you feel more alert, maybe help your memory a little bit, reaction time. That's why people will go to caffeine to help combat the mental fatigue, their, you know, morning sleepiness. Maybe you're, you know, in college and you're studying for a test. You're going to drink some caffeine because you're going to help boost that mental alertness. Okay, so that is, you know, a standard person is going to do that. So here we're going to dive in a little deeper. Caffeine does cause blood vessels to constrict. So think of your blood, your your veins as, and your blood vessels as like a straw. And so you're going to constrict it so you're making that straw smaller. So not as much blood can get through it. So it leads to increased blood pressure. Um... This is going to infect your blood flow to various parts of the body, including the brain. So it's kind of, it increases your blood pressure and you're constricting those blood vessels, okay? So why would it cause anxiety and disrupting your sleep? Well, caffeine can improve your alertness, like we said. Higher doses or sensitivity to caffeine can lead to anxiety and restlessness. I'm going to dive on that, so keep that mental note there. We have to find the balance of where your sweet spot is. Every single person is going to react differently to caffeine. Every single body 
is going to be able to metabolize it differently. And so many things go into it. How toxic is your body? That is going to play a huge factor in the way your body metabolizes it and gets rid of it. How clean or how toxic is your liver? That's your detoxer of your body. So you have to, if you can't tolerate caffeine, maybe it's because your liver is a little toxic and it's busy, you know, trying to detox other things or just it's kind of boggy and it can't detox it. Everyone's DNA, everything goes into account whenever you are talking about stimulants and how you can tolerate them. So some, like we, you know, just simple things, coffee, tea, energy drinks, foods even have it, some of them. Um, Pre-workouts, which, you know, since I'm in the fitness world, I have a pre-workout. And so all of that goes, you have to know your tolerance level. And so we're getting to the main point here. Hold on. While I love some caffeine, you have to recognize that it varies person to person on what's your sweet spot. How much is your intake going to be to make you feel the alertness, the energy, the power, the great effects of it, and how much is sending you into an anxiety attack? I've done both. I feel like everybody has. So I think that is just understanding how caffeine works. And what it does to your body stimulates the central nervous system, increases the release of the neurotransmitters. You're going to increase dopamine, neuronephrine. You're going to shut down that adenosine and you're going to feel alert. You're going to feel the great effects and mood improvement, all those great things that caffeine does offer. Okay. Now, Anxiety is a complex emotional state. I will say everyone feels it differently. Everyone experiences it differently. I feel like everyone has to some degree felt anxiety. Um, I don't care how old you are. I don't care. It's just like a nervous state, okay? So some individuals, caffeine can trigger that and intensify the feeling. And maybe that leads to a panic attack. And so I have taken a pre-workout sample before and it sent me, I've never had a panic attack, sent me straight to a panic attack. And here's why. I didn't have any food in my system, which plays a huge role in that. I was probably a little dehydrated. And so my body is like, if your body's dehydrated, it can't heal. It can't detox. Simple as that. So if you're in a dehydrated state, your body's already like in fight or flight. And so now you're going to add all these stimulants to it and this caffeine at a mega dose you're going to feel like the world is coming in on you. The whole point of this podcast is to maybe, like we've talked about in previous ones, like checks and balances, like I'm feeling a lot of anxiety lately. I'm feeling a lot of this. Why? Stop and pause. Write down like how many days a week are you feeling this anxiety? How many days a week are you feeling overwhelmed or an anxiety attack? What is this? Are you eating? Are you having a major glucose spike? Because glucose spikes cause panic attacks. Are you, that's quote unquote hangry? Like, yes, that goes hand in hand, all of glucose. And so are you experiencing more anxiety days than not? Okay, how much caffeine are you taking? How much water are you taking in? Those are the two, one and two that you need to be looking at if you feel a significant amount of anxiety on most of your days. And if you are super anxious and you are super other things, you need to cut down your caffeine significantly and you need to increase your water. 
then you need to make sure you have snacks, high protein, good carbs, good fat every two hours. So you are eating to help support that anxiety and maybe balance those hormones so you're not feeling like panic, fight, or flight mode. You are in charge of your body. You control your nervous system. You, the environment, everything we're putting into our body plays a role into how we are feeling every single day, how we are functioning, what your nervous system is doing. So make sure you do your checks and balances, not only in your life, not only in your workouts, your food, all of those things, your anxiety, your mental health is so important. Make sure that you are not just harming it more by just overstimulating yourself with your surroundings and the caffeine that you're taking in. And so I know you're like, okay, well, what's a good amount? What's, what do you suggest? I'm not making a suggestion for you because everybody's body is different. When you're pregnant, you get very little amount of caffeine. It's not suggested when you're pregnant. So that is a completely different lifestyle than me telling you, yeah, you need to keep it under 100 milligrams of caffeine a day. I'm not doing that. I'm not telling you a certain marker. You need to figure out what works best for you. Maybe talk to your physician or your healthcare provider and see what is a good, what would they suggest. But really, like, you know you better than anybody. Play with it. Start one cup of coffee. Figure out how much caffeine is in your one eight-ounce cup of coffee. So now you have 40 milligrams of caffeine to start your day. And maybe, like, one cup is good. Coffee is really toxic to your liver, by the way, in a holistic standpoint. So just saying. But you maybe start with that. Okay, now you're you're feeling good. You're feeling alert. Don't add another cup and then an espresso and then an energy drink and then your pre-workout. You are sending your body into overdrive. So for me, my sweet spot, I don't drink real coffee. I drink mushroom coffee. And I will talk about that on a podcast coming up because I've been drinking it for about a year now. And I'm, I love it. It's a specific brand that I don't hear much about. But I've been taking this one. I've tried other ones. I've had brands reach out and be like, hey, will you promote this on your podcast, yada, yada. And I won't promote anything unless I 100% love it and believe in it. And so I will probably talk about this mushroom coffee that I'm taking, but I feel completely different. I don't have the starting my day with anxiety, like anxious feeling. I don't have that crash because there's so there's very little caffeine in this mushroom coffee that I've been taking for a year. When I am gone, and I don't have access to my daily routine on my mushroom coffee, and I drink a real cup of coffee, boy, do I feel the anxiousness and the effects of it. So for me, my sweet spot's one cup of my mushroom coffee, and then um, my pre-workout, my burn. And again, it's that's what works for me, and I do a quarter of a scoop of my burn. And so maybe in one whole day, I'm getting less than 100 milligrams of caffeine. And I feel good. It's sustained energy. I feel great. I don't have a crash. I'm not feeling lethargic or ups and downs. I feel good. And so it took a long time of different doses of like testing it out. And maybe I'm feeling like an afternoon crash. Well, then I need to look at what's my water intake like? Have I had enough carbs today? Have I had good fats today? And what's my protein? Like where am I with my macros? That plays a big thing on how you're feeling like that 2 p.m. crash. Where am I at with my water? So many things. Go drink ice cold water. That'll wake you up more than your coffee or your caffeine. So don't grab the Alani at 2 p.m. Grab an ice cold glass of water. 
chug it, and I guarantee you will feel better. Start your day with 32 ounces of water. You will feel so much better than starting your day with a cup of coffee. Before you allow anything else into your body for the day, you have to drink 32 ounces of water. Like that is non-negotiable. Do it for a week. You will feel like a different person. Simple, small changes really, really add up. This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit. The strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become top notch. Check out tnclothing.com to become your top notch self. And so again, we're going to talk about this. Um, Your genetics, your tolerance, overall health can influence how caffeine affects you. Yes. The dosing, 100%. The timing of you taking it. If you are not sleeping great at night, it's likely because you're consuming caffeine too late in the day. Try not to get caffeine past noon. Like there's a good, unless if you do, go smaller doses because it can affect the level of sleep you're getting into. If you're not getting into that deep sleep, your body's not healing while you're sleeping. So there's that. Um, So also like how is it affecting your gut? It's important to talk about the mind-to-gut connection. Huge deal. Caffeine can stimulate the production of stomach acid, which might exacerbate a like gastrointestinal symptoms like diarrhea, IBS, um, anxiety feeling around that itself is a big deal. It all goes hand in hand. Maybe you don't have IBS. Maybe you are sending yourself into an anxiety attack because the amount of caffeine or the amount of Mountain Dew or whatever it is you're drinking is causing it. And so you're just like this breaking point and then you're just sending yourself over the edge, right? Everything you're consuming. So How can you chill it out and figure it out? Like I said, check some balances. Write it down. How much are you consuming? Write everything down in one day. How much caffeine did you consume? Yes, iced tea counts. Yes, coffee. All of anything that has caffeine is dehydrating you from your water. So I get a lot of members and they're like, hey, can I mix iced tea and that as part of my water intake? No, you can't because caffeine. What is caffeine? Caffeine dehydrates you. So water... Intake is not counterbalanced by sweet tea and unsweet tea. It doesn't, and they're like, well, it's unsweet tea. I don't care if it's sweet or unsweet. It's caffeine that is dehydrating you. So now you need to make up for that. So just pay attention to how your body reacts to the caffeine. Do you notice increased heart rate? Do you notice the jitters, racing mind? Take it in consideration of like reducing your caffeine gradually and see if that helps you feel better overall on your anxiety. Timing, like are you drinking it right before work and now you're driving to work and you're feeling really anxious, you haven't had anything to eat for the day and so now you're feeling more anxious and jittery. Now your glucose levels are spiking and then the first hour of work, someone said something to you, it sends you over the edge and you had this full explosion and now you hate your job and you it's so much. You are in control of that. Start your day, 32 ounces of water, 40 ounce, 40 grams of protein, with some good carbs and fat, and your day will change. You'll feel balanced. You'll feel good. I'm not saying get rid of caffeine. I'm saying figure out your sweet spot. Um, so alternatives, obviously, you can just cut the caffeine. And some people feel so much better. You'll probably go through like a caffeine headache. If you get high doses of it, you need to bring it down. 
It is not great for your body long-term to have that. It's Caffeine's kind of like a drug. It's kind of addictive. And so it's you need to make sure that you aren't relying on this to sustain your day. So you need to make sure you find your sweet spot. You find your balance. You aren't relying on it because your mental and your physical well-being will thank you for that. Find balance. Find it's so easy to make the change. It's caffeine. And don't rely on it. It's the same thing like whenever I say like you are in charge of your food and what goes into your body. Food doesn't control you. Have that same mentality around caffeine. Like you are not allowing it to control you. Like, oh, it's 2 p.m. I need to crack open Alani to get through my day. No. Stop today. Drink a water instead or drink half the Alani. Taper it down slowly. But I get a lot of people who are like, oh my gosh, Jen, I am anxious all the time. I'm this, I'm that, all these things. And then my first question is, how much caffeine are you drinking in a day? And they're like, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. And and so then they type it all out for me. They send it to me and they're like, holy cow, I'm getting close to a thousand milligrams of caffeine in a day. No wonder your anxiety is through the roof. I say cut it in half. Through the course of a week, cut that in half. They cut it in half. We talk about it. Probably have a little bit of a headache, but guess what? Water, sodium, potassium, getting those electrolytes can help that. Movement is medicine. You're going to go on your walks, do your daily workout. And the more you can like train your mind into being sick. So the more you're like, ooh, I'm going to get a headache because I've cut my caffeine, you're likely going to send yourself into a headache. Your mind is so incredibly powerful. You can talk yourself into being sick. If you're like, I'm just not even think about it. Instead of this Alani, I'm going to grab water. And then there, you don't give an option other than the water. Like, you're not going to talk yourself into having a migraine because of it. If you sit and focus, like, I'm going to get a migraine. I'm going to get a migraine. I'm cutting my caffeine. You're going to get a migraine. So be smart. Want to help yourself. Help yourself. Help yourself. You are in control. Cut your caffeine in half. I really would suggest it no matter what dose you're at, like however much you're getting. Do a checks and balances on yourself, on your mental health, your anxiety, all of those things. Write down how much caffeine you're getting in a day. Like literally write it out on paper. And then say, okay, I'm going to cut that in half and see how it feels over the next week. How do you feel? Do you have a better mood? Are you happier? Because... It's not normal to be able to consume something and it turns off your central nervous system. Then you think about it. Is that super healthy? Probably not. Do we do it all the time as humans because we like it? For sure. Do we do it because it has a dopamine dump on us? Absolutely. It makes you happy. Who doesn't like a good dopamine dump? Everybody does. So consider making yourself feel better. You're in charge of what you consume, the amount of caffeine you consume. Replace half of your caffeine with water and good electrolytes, and I guarantee you're going to feel better. This is going to be a shorter episode. I just wanted to quickly talk about this topic because I get messages about it all the time, and I think it's really important And a lot of time it's missed. A lot of people don't think about, hmm, how much caffeine am I consuming? Could that be a direct correlation to my mental health? 
I don't know. It may not be. Maybe it's something bigger than what's going on in your life. Yes, very well could be. But maybe, just maybe, for some people, this can help a little bit. And even if that helps just a tiny bit and points you into a better mental state and a better direction, I think it's worth at least trying for a week or two and see how you feel. So again, not medical advice, just me telling you, maybe check some balance on your anxiety in your caffeine intake, play with it, reduce it, see how you feel, and I guarantee you're going to feel way better, less crash, sleep better at night, make a rule, no caffeine past noon, those sort of things. I hope this is helpful. As always, I love you guys. You are strong. You are powerful. You are worthy. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.